Bougainvillea. It's Bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. I don't know. My mom always said Bougainvillea. 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 The British lady on the internet said it was Bougainvillea. So that is what I am going to go with. It sounds like booby. Are you are you doing an African accent? Bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. If I say it with my southern accent, it's going to be wrong. So I need to not do that. Bougainvillea. 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 Okay, we're good. Okay. Okay, anyways, what's up, my little echoes? I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm here with Lance, who will be reading Bougainvillea, a poem published in our 2021-2022 issue last year. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to forcefully direct your attention to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash echolitmag. For as little as $5 a month, you can get early access to episodes of Echoes Hollow, follow along with our staff, and more. If you're interested in having your piece read on this podcast, Submit your work to us through our website, echolitmag.com. If you have any questions or want to learn more, check out our links in the description and see the guidelines for our upcoming magazine on our website. Now over to Lance with Bougainvillea by Natalie DC. This is Bougainvillea by Natalie DC. Bougainvillea becomes me. With its shiny leaves and flamingo-tinted petals, I feel them reaching through the cuts upon my knees. The thorny bits sprout from my scalp, jut from my gums, pierce my skin, and I think, what did I ever do to deserve this? But it's the vine with its pretty outside and prickly insides that deserves me. It would seem, as I tilt my neck back and let the branches outstretch my hand, fingernails bitten down to the quick, reaching for a future that only makes me sick. thoughts on this piece? I think that Bougainvillea is a really strong piece and I like the visceral imagery of the piece and I really like, I don't know, I really like the fact that it is so visceral and the way that it is very like angry. Mm-hmm. I think that it is, okay, so I think the what did I ever do to deserve this is like you're in pain and you're hurting and you want to know why you deserve that, but then feeling like the pain deserves you I feel like personally makes sense to me and maybe it's not pain maybe it's like somebody you love maybe Mm -hmm. like what did this person do to have to deal with me what did this person do wrong to have me in their life and I feel like that's a very relatable feeling yeah I completely understand that's a really interesting way of looking at it I hadn't thought about that I like that so what do you think the Bougainvillea symbol means to you how do you think it really where do you think they came up with this I think that my first thought with the bougainvillea was that it was a very interesting juxtaposition because as soon as I googled what the plant looked like, it's a very pretty plant, and I thought about the fact that like, it's such a visceral image of being carved open and hurt by this plant, and it's such a pretty plant, I feel like there has to be something there with the juxtaposition of something being so beautiful and yet so painful at the same exact time. I personally don't know exactly what they were going for, but I really like the idea of something being like that. I have to agree. We see this a lot of times whenever people reference roses, and I personally really like that they didn't use roses in this sense because it feels like they're steering away from the romantic side of what roses tend to usually mean and steered towards more of a common plant, if it makes sense, something you yeah. see a lot outside of people's homes yeah. or on the side of the road, to be honest, like in the middle of the highway. 
Um, and it's just a beautiful plant that you don't expect to have yeah. thorns. It doesn't really look at them until you get stabbed by them yeah. in your backyard. I really, I really like the fact that it doesn't have roses because I think that if it did include roses, I wouldn't have wanted to read the piece as much, as much and it would have been like too tropic for me. And I do agree that like there's connotations of romance that you have to be wary of. And I don't think that this is about romance. I don't think this piece is about that. I think it's about an internal struggle and just being in so much pain and not understanding why. And sometimes when you get so far into that place, you think, I deserve the pain, but does pain deserve me? I understand. I totally agree. I don't think this is about romance at all. To be honest, it feels more like a family thing where it says pretty on the outside, but prickly on the insides. And it feels like um, the stereotype of having such a beautiful outside, happy mom, happy dad, mm -hmm. happy kid, athletic, stuff yeah. like that, when on the inside it's really not like that. And whether it's the, just the family aspect of it, or it's just personally, like a straight-A student or supposedly straight-A student looks nice, dresses nice, but mm -hmm. on the inside it's not like that. Yeah. And I feel like this poem really shows that in a very beautiful way. And using this flower that has such a variety of colors and mm -hmm. places it can be grown, and it honestly is a really large plant. Mm -hmm. I have one on the I side of my house. It is ginormous, and it honest. You step by it, we would yeah. never walk by it without shoes. So you yeah. step on so many thorns. The imagery of it like overtaking somebody and like kind of like strangling them made a lot of sense to me as soon as I looked up the plant because it's such a big plant I feel like you can definitely be consumed by it in a way mm -hmm. it sounds beautiful in a really gruesome way yeah it just I can't like I, I think you mm -hmm. could also argue that it looks otherworldly and I think that mm -hmm. that's an interesting thing that might have influenced the decision to use that plant yeah I definitely agree I feel like the bougainvillea is such um an interesting plant that we see often but we don't know about like back to the roses thing we see roses a lot in many different things the right um white ones red ones yellow ones all different contexts but they really reached out to a plant that not many people had even thought about before and decided this is the one they wanted to use mm -hmm. and i think it's really great we should get more people using things that you don't tend to hear about very often i agree i think that um subversions of your expectations is a great way to start a poem especially because the more like rehashed and done something is when you're writing a piece about it the more you have to fight uphill to get people to take that seriously i also think that um with the theme last year being growth bougainvillea is a very interesting piece because i think that obviously it's a plant but also i think that like the growth of like realizing how you're dealing with that pain and then like growth doesn't isn't always a good thing and you might grow to the point that you become a worse person and you become self-destructive and you lash out and I think that that can definitely be presented in this poem. Yeah I totally agree. Lots of plants that get way too big. Pruning is super important and with that growth sometimes we do need to realize what part of us is growing in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. What part of us is growing onto the gutter yeah. or onto another tree or something Absolutely. like that. Onto a different subject of the poem. What, how do you, what do you think about the line breaks and how they set up this poem? I think that the line breaks are very intentional and it really helped my ability to read it in my head the way that I feel like they wanted me to because when I write things the way that I break my lines is when I feel there's a beat or a pause I'm going to separate it and I feel like this does that but it also separates things into like when it's doing the um, sprout from my scalp jut from my gums pierce my skin it goes down like it's a little more spaced and mm -hmm. I feel like that adds suspense I guess and is like making each line more intense than the last one. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. It really is the line. Okay, whenever you're writing a poem to be read mm-hmm. and not um, to be read out loud, the line breaks become a really important part of your poem and how people are going to read it and perceive the words that you're saying. With different things, if when you put the sentences and the beats too close together, you read it with different connotations. Mm-hmm. Different words feel emphasized and it can completely swap around the meaning of the poem. Mm-hmm. Thanks again to Natalie DC for submitting Bougainvillea to the Echo Teen Art and Lit Mag. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash echolitmag. And check out our site, echolitmag.com. To further stalk us, check the link in the show notes. This episode of Echoes Hollow is produced by Sophia McGregor, edited by Caitlin Egan, Joe Berenger, and Cora Anderson, and hosted by Courtney Hodges. This week's piece was read by Lance Elliott. Thanks for tuning in for this week's piece. Next week, we have a special episode full of tips and tricks for writing slam poems, something you won't want to miss. And remember, kids, if you're willingly taking physics in high school, then you have joined the dark side.